Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, I had to let you know, like I'm literally bursting at the seams, that on March 13th, Scouts Agency is launching something major. We have been working on this for months, all with the intention to serve your business expansion and catapult your brand awareness. Now, If you want to have first access at our early bird pricing plus access to bonuses, sign up on our waitlist at scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. There will be limited spots available, so if you've been ready to go from the plateaued business owner to the visible visionary, you're going to want first access. Again, that's scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. S-C-O-U-T-S-A-G-E-N-C-Y dot com slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer, so cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Scout Sobel, founder and CEO of Scouts Agency, a female-focused PR agency that specializes in the medium of podcasting. I also live with bipolar disorder. From being a college dropout to a business owner, I have garnered up the healing tools from living with a mental illness to build my entrepreneurial life. Welcome to my podcast, where I ramble about mental health tips, entrepreneurial strategies, and mindset shifts so that you can live your life of purpose. I am the emotional entrepreneur. And thank you for being here. Let's get into the episode, shall we? Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for pressing play. Uh, You know I always appreciate it and I'm honored that you are choosing to spend even this portion of your time with me in your ear. So I'm super excited about today's episode because I think it's a topic that I need to remind myself of right now. So we're going to be talking about the two very simple tools and techniques that I implement when my calendar is really full or I am anticipating a stressful day or find myself in the middle of a stressful day. Something about my calendar lately has just been exploding, which doesn't really make so much sense considering the fact that actually my client roster at Scouts Agency is lower than it usually is. So one would think that I would have less work, but quite the opposite is happening and and I believe it is happening because I'm being asked to step into the next phase of my career, the next up level. I think that Towards the end of 2020, my schedule was a lot less chaotic. There were many days where I only had one call. So the times in which I worked were a little bit more flexible. And if I wanted to take two hours off here and there, I could. And and I really enjoyed that freedom and, and that slowing down. It wasn't what I was used to. I'm used to having a lot on my calendar and a lot on my schedule. And I think that with quarantine and COVID, I think one of the most beautiful things is that we all did slow down and we did get in touch with ourselves and sort of confront maybe some emotions that we didn't have time to face. And so I felt a really, really great sense of serenity, of calm, of very minimal stress the last quarter of 2020, even though my business was actually making more 
was bringing in a higher monthly revenue than it ever had been. And I was enjoying it. I liked it. I felt really, I felt content. I was proud that the agency was bringing in that type of revenue. And I was also proud of the fact that my schedule was pretty low key and I felt that my workload was really manageable. With that, I think there came a lack of creative energy. I also, after some time of having more of a calm schedule, also wanted that that hustle energy, not hustle in burnout, but when I get really excited about something in business, I get consumed and I get really passionate and I want to put my best foot forward and wake up every day and itch away at the goals that I create. So that wasn't really there, but I also was really trusting the timing of my life and knowing that I was meant to have a slower schedule per se in Q4 of 2020. I was meant to ground within myself because I think that I was getting ready for this next stage, which is going to take a lot out of me and is going to be definitely a bigger schedule um, kind of situation, figuring out how to organize all of that. So I am entering a phase um, in my business. I read Jessica Zweig's book, B, which um, just came out two days ago, actually. And in those pages, I received the, the, the very clear vision for the next six to eight months of my business. And in doing so, I have felt that my calendar has become a lot more colorful in my Google Cal. If you don't use Google Cal and color code your life, what are you doing? But I was on a, a bunch of sales calls to kind of rejuvenate and replenish, replenish the Scouts agency roster. But I also have just found myself... Um, like tonight I'm going on Clubhouse. Well, not tonight as in the day you're listening to this, but the day I'm recording to it, I'm going in uh, into Clubhouse with Yola Robert, which if you're on Clubhouse, follow me at Scout Sobel. Um, there's just things that I'm doing that are also taking up my day, which really do ultimately lead to my next vision and goal for the agency as well as my personal brand, which I can share later. But The purpose of this podcast episode is to talk about what happens or what to do when things get hectic or busy or there's a lot on your plate. And I'm talking from a sense of being happy that those things are on your plate. Um, I am consciously deciding to put these things on my plate. I'm consciously deciding to enter into a brand and career and agency up level. And I know with that is going to take a lot more work, a lot more showing up, a lot more presence, and yeah, a lot more adrenaline. And so I am making the conscious decision to enter uh, that phase, to enter that cycle, to enter that frequency, and kind of leave behind the more slow-paced, less stressful, kind of free schedule few months that I had. And I really do believe that in business and in life, your your business and life go through cyclical phases. And sometimes you have a calmer month and other times you have more, you know, busier months where your schedule is a little bit more packed. And those waves of wanting to hibernate versus get out there in the world will come over and over and over again as you grow new aspirations, as you come down from launches, um, all of the things. So I am willingly walking into a phase of a lot of fucking work and I am stoked. I'm so stoked. But 
when I get stoked about something, I can very easily get taken away by passion and excitement and adrenaline. And that's what's happening. My heart is pounding at a faster rate than normal, not out of anxiety really, but really out of exciting adrenaline. But I also know that 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 isn't a baseline that's sustainable. It will fry me out at one point. Um, So when I enter into the next phase or execution of a launch, uh, a business, whatever it might be, I need to implement tools to calm me down throughout the day because I will get crazy. And the way that I sort of recognize that perhaps I am entering into extreme external stimulation and internal stimulation is when I can't sleep in and I easily ramp myself up. I easily kind of check into that mania space. So there are two things that I do when I know that my calendar is booked and I know that I'm going to have a lot of adrenaline and excitement and passion and creative energy flowing through me, which is incredible. But in order to not allow that to get to mania or in order to not allow that completely fry out my nervous system, but rather use that energy to fuel a long-term sustainable strategy and action plan, I implement these two tools. So the first one is pausing and simply just being with yourself. This seems simplistic or it seems obvious, I'm not sure, but when I have a very, very packed schedule, like today I had eight calls, I'm recording this, I'm about to hop on Clubhouse, I make sure that there are 30 minutes in my day at lunch where my phone's away, I put on an inspiring podcast and I cook myself lunch and I eat not on my phone, not watching TV. The only content I'll allow myself to consume is a podcast with my phone face down so I don't see any notifications. And I really just sit with myself for those 30 minutes and enjoy my food. I think removing myself from the inbox, from my text messages, from my Google calendar for 30 minutes in the middle of the day just allows me to recenter myself, refocus, and reconnect within and also to slow down. It gives my nervous system, my mind, my physical body, a moment to just rest in the middle of the day to know that in those 30 minutes, I get to just be with myself and I don't have to be in reactive mode or crafting an email or thinking about my to-do list. I put it all away and I just sit and eat lunch. And this can be implemented in other ways. Sometimes, you know, in the middle of the day, if I'm feeling my adrenaline go high or the stress levels start rising. I'll stop what I'm doing and I'll walk outside and I'll just take five to 10 minutes outside without my phone, preferably with shoes off so that you can walk barefoot on the earth, on the ground, on the grass. And for five to 10 minutes, I look up, I look at the trees above me, I look at the clouds, I just spend a few minutes just with myself and nature. And by physically removing myself from my desk, walking outside, creating a new environment, being outside, it reminds my nervous system that things exist outside of work, that there is a beautiful world out here that I also get to enjoy. I also implement moments of just being without being connected Um, in my morning and night routine, which I get pretty religious about if I am having a very stressful or um, 
not even stressful, but just a lot of work on my plate. A lot of the times when we get into a zone of a lot, a lot, a lot of work, we have a harder time turning it off because the to-do list seems endless. So we continue thinking about the to-do list. But in these moments when the to-do list is endless and hefty and bearing a lot of responsibility, it is really important to be very sacred about the time you turn off at the end of the day. So even when I'm busy, I like to turn off no later by 5.30. Even if I haven't really finished my day's work, it's better for me to turn off at 5.30 and refuel myself for a few hours by cooking dinner, watching a TV show, talking to my husband, making tea, putting on a face mask. Because by doing that, I'm going to wake up the next morning and be in a better state of mind to be productive and clear-headed versus exhausted and burnt out. So just infusing the times that you're not working and being very, very diligent about the times you are working and not infusing the times that you're not or just in the middle of the day with moments to just be with yourself, disconnected from your phone, disconnected from your inbox, preferably outside, eating lunch, whatever it might be those moments to just be with yourself, do some deep breathing in those moments can really re-anchor yourself into the day and not let you get kind of caught up in that overwhelming. So the second tool that I use, which I am working on, and I am no expert and I am not that great at it, but I know the value of it. And so I have been implementing it and I, I kind of I kind of uh, think of it very similar to meditation. So I'm talking about time batching here. If you don't know what time batching is, it's when you block off certain times of the day to do certain tasks. So let's say 9 a.m. to 9.30, you do emails. That's the only thing you do from 9 a.m. to 9.30. You're not checking your Instagram. You're not DMing people back. You're not processing invoices. You are just going through your inbox, clearing it out, writing down action items from each from each email if you need to, but really, really focusing from 9 to 9.30 on emails. And then maybe 9.30 to 10 is uploading to Instagram. And so from 9.30 to 10, that's the only thing you do. And then from 10 to 11 is sending out sales decks. So from 10 to 11, that's the only thing you do. From two to three, you're writing LinkedIn posts. You catch my drift. The point here is that when when your to-do list is exhausting and overwhelming, but also exciting, we're not talking about hustling to burn out and we're not talking about hustling to make things happen that don't fulfill you. Again, these are self-imposed, self-decided self, um, workflows. I have decided to have this workflow because I'm energetic and passionate about it. But that also means that with this sort of demanding or or larger workload to order to reach certain goals, I do have to take care of myself. So I noticed that I was multitasking constantly. And when you multitask, you don't feel like you actually got anything done because you never feel the satisfaction of throwing yourself into one task and and kind of crossing it off your list. So I noticed that I felt really frantic. I felt really all over the place. I felt like nothing was strategic. I felt as if I wasn't getting a lot done because I was continuously multitasking. I would literally be in the middle of sending one email and like save it as a draft to answer another or open my phone and answer a DM or take a call, 
about OKSIS podcast when I was in the middle of doing something for Scouts Agency. And so I have gotten a lot more diligent and a lot more purposeful with time batching. And I don't have it perfectly to the point where my whole day is matched, batched out, but I am starting to put things into my calendar like from 3.30 to 4 today, I'm recording Scout podcasts and that's all I'm doing. And I said it's similar to meditation because I feel as if when you meditate, you know, a thought comes in and instead of judging the thought, you're just supposed to usher it out and focus on your breathing. I feel like that's the same thing with multitasking. So you are supposed to focus on this one email and then you get distracted by Instagram. You be mindful of that distraction. You let it go and you recenter yourself back to what you're doing. So you can kind of think of it as that process. But I am getting a lot more serious about time batching and really making sure my Google Calendar is totally, totally tiptoe shape because I know that the goals I want to achieve will not happen by passively passively deciding, okay, I'm going to do this task and then I'm going to do this task and then all these things because what happens is two weeks later, I realize that there are very few important, a, f- a few important strategies that were not implemented because I did not... Tr- put it in my calendar as in a schedule, in an organized fashion. So for example, I am turning Mondays into content creation days. So Mondays are the days that I want to record Scout podcasts. Mondays are the days that I want to do any sort of content creation for Scout's agency and for Scout podcast. Monday morning is okay, sis. Monday afternoon is content creation for Scout's agency and Scout podcast. So just getting, doing things like this, you know, like Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday are the days that I take calls. Fridays, I don't take calls. Mondays, I don't take calls. So just kind of creating systems like that is really important because when you get stressed and overwhelmed and you don't time batch and have a priority list of to do, a priority list of things to do, and then focus on one task at a time. Your energy is going to be buzzing everywhere. Your mind's going to be jumping from task to task. And you're not in your in your gut, in your heart, in your soul going to feel focused and relaxed. Your energy is going to be frenetic and chaotic. And that's going to lead to anxiety, which is going to lead to feeling more stressed out, which is eventually through your nervous system being an overdrive going to lead to burnout. So those are the tool, two tools I am currently implementing to keep myself grounded as I am taking on a major project, which I will be able to talk about soon. Um, and it's a six to eight month project goal. And so to stay super focused and to get a lot done every single day, I do have to incorporate a lot of moments of just being with myself unplugged, not just at lunch, not just in the middle of the day, but making sure that my mornings are living in a state of just being and that my nights are living in a state of just being and similar to time batching my tasks, also time batching when I'm working and when I'm not. So in the morning, I'm not working, guys. I'm not working. And then 9 a.m. hits and then I'm working. 5.30 hits, I'm not working anymore. And so really staying true to those 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 schedules of time that you've mapped out for yourself and then time batching for your to-do list. When you're checking your emails, you're checking your emails. When you're creating decks, you're creating decks. When you're 
I don't know, sending sales updates, you're sending sales updates. When you're writing LinkedIn posts, you're writing LinkedIn posts. Just staying super mindful and on track with the tasks that you're doing. It'll keep you grounded. It'll keep you focused. And it will keep you from seeing this major to-do list and trying to tackle each one 1%, you know? It's like cleaning your house. You start with one room and then you go to the next and the next and the next picking up 5% of your bedroom and then 5% of your living room and then 5% of your bathroom isn't going to give you the satisfaction, nor are you going to be able to see the results. Therefore, you won't feel accomplished and you won't feel inspired to tackle another room. But when you finish your bedroom completely and you see a beautifully made bed, all of your clothing is picked up, your closet is organized, your, your nightstand, the dust is all wiped away, then you can stand there and say, and feel a sense of accomplishment and pride, and that will carry you on to the next room. So I hope that these tips were helpful. I hope that they inspired some sort of um, change maybe in your own life, or at least inspiration to start thinking about how you structure your days. Remember that large to-do lists and overwhelming, stressful days don't always need to be negative. Sometimes we have to own that we chose these things and hang on to the bigger why and know that you're finding purpose. And if you're not finding purpose in a busy schedule or you're not finding purpose in the overwhelm, then that's time to reassess kind of where you are in life and and what you're signing up for. So I hope this was helpful. Uh, Follow me along at Scout Sobel on Instagram and on Clubhouse. And if you thought that this episode would resonate with a friend or you know someone who needs to hear this, I would so appreciate it if you would text it and share it with everybody along with rating, reviewing, and subscribing. I appreciate all of you so much and I can't wait to catch you on Tuesday.